Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Oh My Radio Podcast. Another cold opening. Uh, don't have much to say. Um, I finally decided to uh, record some new drops, so you're going to hear it on this episode um, this week. Um, I'm recording two episodes, actually. I'm recording one with my homegirl, T. Gray, from the uh, Love Below um, show, Sex Talk. Uh, so that's going to be a fun conversation. I'm also I'm going to have my boy... Um, I'm recording a few hours after I finish with this interview. My homeboy Dino Archie from the Adam Devine show, um, backstory. He was the very first comedian I opened up for at the Arlington Draft House. It was my very first weekend as a host, so it's going to be fun. Um, you got you will get a lot of great content. Make sure that you, um, if you're not a fan of the show yet or you don't follow the show yet, make sure you follow, subscribe, email us at openmicradiopodcast at gmail.com. M-I-K-E Mike, not M-I-C Mike. Also, um, if you notice, there's a separate show called The Spinoff. Uh, that's with me, Brandon Moore, Candace August, and Fernando Magigal. Uh, we do that show live every Wednesday um, on Facebook Live. We want to extend that as well to maybe follow that on YouTube as well. But we on, we're currently on Facebook, and that show airs every Friday right here. So you don't have to do anything special to get that up. So all you got to do is be right here. Um, follow me on the Open My Radio podcast, and you get two separate shows for the price of one. Now, if you excuse me, uh, I'm going to do what I do and how I do, because I have come prepared. Let's go. The same one name. My name is Deja Brown, and you're listening to the Open Mic podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh-huh. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? How you doing this evening? And I want to welcome you all. To another exciting episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. 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 Yeah. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. We are literally of this time next week of this recording. I'm recording on a Thursday. This time next week is going to be Christmas Eve. The kids will be in the bed asleep. There's going to be some nasty cookies and some warm milk waiting for everybody to take part in. Um, <laughs> make sure you get your batteries ready. Get you some batteries. I'm not talking about for your sexual your sexual toys. I'm talking about for those for those kid toys, after grown up toys. Get those get get your you know saying get your coffee ready. This is what we train for, fellas. This is what we train for, ladies. All year we train for this moment in the middle of a pandemic. This is this. This pandemic can't take this from us. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I got most of my Christmas shopping done already, so I'm good. I'm, I'm good to go. How you feeling? I got felt five on the beat. That's felt five, y'all. The homie felt five. I'm going to get him on the podcast, too, man. I'm going to chop it up with my man, the homie felt five on the podcast. And I appreciate everybody that's downloaded the podcast. Um, the spinoff had had reached 84 downloads. The the spinoff after that reached 35 
This show with featuring Chris Allen had 25 downloads. Slow and steady wins the race. I'm not I'm not a big, you know, give me all you got for a pork chop type of person. I'm more of a, hey, let me get a let me get a corner. Can I get that corner right there? Let me get that can I get a swallow? Let me swallow that Gatorade. I'm a swallow kind of person. You know what I mean? That in that way. I'm not gonna pause. Not doing any of that. I'm wearing a Michael Vick jersey. I don't know why I brought that up, but I wanted to bring that up that I'm wearing a Michael Vick jersey. I got some new drops for y'all, and um, hoping you like them. They're, they're mostly all of they're, they're, It's just me, y'all. It's just my. It's just my voice. I did like three or four drops, and it's all me. Like Drake, it's all me. Uh, I said it's all me. So uh, I apologize in advance if you get tired of hearing my voice. Shout out to my girl, Deasia. Asia from the Bad and Boozy podcast. I just so happen to look at her mug. Um, look at her mug. If you, if you, from a dollar per D, if you get a chance, get 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 her um, get her um goodies. Not those goodies. You know what I mean. Get the. She's got t-shirts and mugs. I got a, a pair. I got a, a a mug with her um, um, I I coined the phrase cakes and coffee because her cakes are on his coffee mug. So you're literally getting cakes and coffee on the mug but she has t-shirts she has um mugs i think she has buttons she has it all man so you know to get up with her deasia my girl Demetri- demetria demetria i said it right demetria um get a chance and then she also is doing um tax stuff you know what i'm saying she's got a tax business so um get your taxes done correctly don't go to that bootleg dude also shout out while i'm shouting out all of my friends and supporters shout out to my girl engine design who designed my t-shirts who also just um, designed my sweatshirt, promote my B sweatshirt. Shout out to her if she's listening. Also, shout out to um, Good Vibes Only Clothing. Uh, I just got another sweatshirt from them. It's the 1619 Google It sweatshirt. Um, it's a great sweatshirt. If you don't know what the 1619 Project is, you should probably Google it. It's it's all in the sweatshirt. You should probably Google it. You know, you should if you don't know what 619 is, you should Google it and figure out what the 619 stand for. Why is it important? Why do we know that? Also, shout out good good vibes only because they are part of the silent majority who believes, watch this now, they believe that sugar belongs on grits. You heard it here. Sugar belongs on grits. Not not up for discussion. Not even going to talk about it. Nothing to, nothing to nothing to discuss. It belongs on grits. And you know what? That's that's what we're going to do with that. <laughs> that's what we're going to do with that information. And with that being said, uh, today's guest, tonight's guest, actually, is my homegirl T Gray. She is the. Um, she is a podcaster. She has it all from the Love Below Sex talk show. She ho- she she talks to a bunch of comedians, big time comedians. I'm talking about. I seen her with Earthquake. I seen her with uh, Chico Bean. I'm talking about. She's everywhere, and I'm literally nowhere. I'm like, I thought I was everywhere. Then I see her, and she's like, she's literally everywhere. And you can check her show out on the YouTube as well. All you know, it's, you know, as always, if I have a guest, I'm going to make sure y'all get, y'all going to have access. And the ability to lock eyes and lock arms with them so you'll be able to see their work, to see what they do. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm going to do. But we'll take a short break. I'm going to bring my homegirl in here and um, we'll be right back because you know why? I have new drops. I have new drops. 
Be right back. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mike B. And don't forget, every Friday, a new episode of The Spinoff airs right here on the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Yeah. And welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Um, I see I got my sound effects working again. I, I have my iPads set up. I got my drops again. Did you like my drop? I got drops. I got drops for sale. I got drops for sale. Anyway, um... Pleasure, I got a guest. My next guest is coming through. Um, she has a show called The Love Below and Sex Talk. She's my homegirl. Um, we fight all the time. And um, she has three podcasts. She's wonderful. I just want y'all to start giving it up, start clapping for my friend, Miss T Gray, everybody. What's on, T? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, my T? What's up? Can, can, can I call you T? Am I allowed to call you T? That's the only thing you're allowed to call me, sir. Uh, if you call me Tasha, <laughs> uh, 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 it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> well, well uh, for the for the record, because I, I like transparency. There's a couple of things I wanna I wanna hash out with you, because you know since we're fighting, since we're already off the off the cuff fighting already, um, there's a couple of things I want to bring to your attention. Uh, first, I would like to apologize, like I did off air, about calling you Tasha. <laughs> All right, that there's a little racist racist bone in me that assumed that I saw the T. And I immediately typed in. You think in all black girls is named Tasha? Is that what you're telling me? A little bit. I could be wrong. So I'm not <laughs> wrong for for all black men is named Mike anyway. So so you fit right into that. <laughs> Even though I knew your name was what what, what we what I said, but we're not gonna put that up there. I I don't know why I called you Tasha, and I and I apologize. Not for, not just for me, but for all black men who might make that same mistake years from now. Yes, public service announcement. It was the colored ones. Uh, the, the second thing I want to bring to your attention is you didn't think I noticed that you unfollowed me on Instagram and then just refollowed me. Um, we want to talk about so, that. I was tell you that that was a whole accident. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. That was an accident. Um, that was an accident, actually. One hundred, one hundred fifty thousand percent. I don't know. Uh, accident. It it actually was because so sometimes I rotate. Uh, through people mm-hmm. and I was just going through the thing one day just clicking a button clicking a button clicking a button I really wasn't paying attention I ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. and I really wasn't paying attention and I didn't even realize that I did it until today when I went and I'm like oh let me pull mm-hmm. a picture let me get us something from him and I'm like why does my thing say follow back I'm like who did that I'm like, oh. it was probably really just just me and my haste <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you it ain't even no fun story behind that just likely story likely in the haste, huh? You're funny. <laughs> like, like I, I'm serious. I did your content. You made me laugh on the regular. Especially when you be superimposing your face on people. So that gets me all the time. So, why would I unfollow that? Well, I don't know. A lot I of people, need those laughs, bro. I need them laughs. A lot of people, you know, they threaten, they threaten me. They threaten to get, to get rid of me off of their social media webs because I do that. And I'm just like, hey, um, you know, y'all need this content. It's 2020. And um, people we are dying. Really do. We really do. <laughs> we really do. Because ain't nothing better than your face on Meg Thee body. <laughs> that with, gives me all kinds of life for 20 with, with the freshly new connected beard. Because my beard finally connected. It only took a pandemic. It amen. <laughs> amen. And amen again. <laughs> what you been doing to get that beard to connect? We, we can't talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, oh, we're not going to do that. Gonna, not gonna do that. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about. It. I was diving. <laughs> well, um, kudos to you and congrats to whoever was the receiving party. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
good job, girl. Good job. But um, real talk. Um, I, I've been I've been listening to your um show. I've been listening to. It. I've been getting visuals of the love below. And um, the first time I met you, um, was at almost ladies' night. Um, it, yeah. It was it was like it was it was like passing because um, you was interviewing Tommy, whatever. And you know, I co-host with the show. I co-host with him. I was and I was doing some other stuff. I don't know why. I just. I just kept going, <laughs> yeah. and um, and so you was in, you was um interviewing Tommy or whatever, and then um he was like, yeah, I'm doing the show, you know, yada yada yada, and I was like, all right, let me just let me do let me do some search, let me do some research, you know, do some market research, and um, I, I see that you you like you're everywhere, like you 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 are like in, you are interviewing all the comedians, like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying, I was trying. After you would think that uh, I would have. Or at least feel like I would I would have made my way through more people by now. But um, after four seasons of that show and two series on my Corona Chronicles, like I think I think I've had like 150 different comedians so far. So I'm in, I'm happy. Okay. Like I'm excited to to keep going, keep pushing. So. No, but it's called the love below. So I got, I got, I got, I need to, I need, I need, I need, you know, the people need to know the deets. I need to know the background. I need to know how we got here. How we got here. Yeah. Um, so the main purpose of my show was to break down the barriers in the bedroom, but do that through laughter. So I'm sure as a comedian, you can appreciate the phrase that laughter is the best medicine for all things. I feel like it can also apply to your sex life. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have barriers, when you have things that you're not willing to talk about, things that are taboo, but you can then laugh about it, mm-hmm. then that one makes it easier to talk about. So that's pretty much where the concept of the show came from. That's why I do involve comedians. Um, it's good also for the comedian because a lot of times you can see another side of them that as a fan, you don't see. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't see people get serious about a subject that's already uncomfortable. Even though somebody can go on stage, have a 20-minute set, five or seven minutes of it could be about sex. It doesn't mean that off camera they want to have that discussion. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to be able to dive in the way that I do with certain comedians and really get them to open up, really get them to talk about some real life shit, you know, for a fan that builds a connection. But then too, as somebody who may be having some of the same issues or same concerns, mm-hmm. then here's this way to kind of lighten the mood. So then, then you can talk about it with your partner. So I feel like it's a win-win. Okay. Uh, for the comedian, and then also for their audience. Okay, okay. So, um, so take away, take away the comedian part, right? Take away the comedians. Mm-hmm. Are you like a sex doctor or something? I mean, what's going on with you? What's 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 the deal? So I have started on a path to um, do sex coaching. Oh, uh, talk to me and sex therapy. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't finish. But <laughs> I still retain what I learned. <laughs> I still retain what I learned. And I feel like on the grand scheme, if Steve Harvey can jump out there and write a book about what you're not supposed to do for 90 days, but he done had three wives and all of them was a side chick. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, the least I could do is help people have better sex lives. And let me give you this knowledge that I have. Let me give you this research that I've actually done. Let me instill in you these things that have actually worked. So before I even got started in my show, Um, I worked in the medical field and subsequently I had a lot of patients who were 60 plus and a lot of a lot of them would actually have very open conversations with me about their sex life. They would come to the doctors with issues and I would give them 
advice, you know, not haphazardly, but hey, this is what I know that works, this is what you can use for your age, you know, maybe try tantric sex, bring these different aspects back to your sex life. When you come back, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, and when whoa, you whoa, come whoa, back, hold on, hold on, you threw a term out there now. I need you to rewind it back. <laughs> oh, flip it in reverse. Oh, you so said, what did I say? Tantric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's that? We got you come up with now, now we got to get now we got to get the Google machine out. What's oh, that? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, tantric sex is, is a process and it can last typically about a week, but it can definitely last longer or shorter depending on the couple. Mm -hmm. And so it's aimed at building intimacy. Okay. And so it's just this, it's just an increasing in, in the amount of buildup that you have for a person over time. So let's say you're married, um, you know, things are kind of stale mm -hmm. or, or whatever. You want to just kind of switch things up or you want to build a deeper connection, different level of intimacy. If you try a 10th process, say, for example, it is a seven day process. Okay. On Monday, like you and your wife, you can't touch each other at all, period. No mm -hmm. hugging, no kissing, no nothing. But say you may be able to say a positive thing to her or say something sexually suggestive and that might be it you can't do anything past that the next day is the same thing still can't hug you still can't kiss you i can say my sexually suggestive things but then maybe now i might add in a text message and so it's that build up over time so so say by me about the third or fourth day you can finally hug your partner the next day you can finally kiss your partner to the end result is you've built your intimacy at different levels on different days with different actions so that by the time you've gotten to that seventh day or, or the prize, so to speak, now you have this one team and this journey and this, and it's like you're refueled because you've had to be patient because you know, what's coming because you, you, you've given this build up all these days over time. So it just, it creates a, a more deeper experience. Um, definitely helps to increase the levels of intimacy between partners. Um, you know. Oh, okay. Because um, that that sounds like my first and only deployment. Um, with my, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, but it was over six months, and it was all through email and, um, and a couple of a couple of cell phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That absence makes the heart grow fond. Ain't no lie. Cause when you come home, you like, oh, let me tear this up here, there, everywhere, upside down, round the back. Yeah, yeah. You come home to the I'm a, I'm a, just a side, sidebar story. I don't know how we got here. Uh, my ex, um, when I came back from Iraq, um, she had got her hair done. I was like, I don't know why you did that. That's what you messed up. I don't know why you did that. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you was doing that for. I don't know why. Um, so, that's so you talking about tangent sex? So that's called tangent sex, right? Tantric. Tantric. Uh, okay, that's tantric sex. Yes. All right. Yeah. So what kind of what's so? Um, what would you suggest? What's the next level of that? What's the next level of that? So tantric is tantric is pretty much its own thing by itself. Okay. Um, there are a lot of different ways, though, if you want to um, build intimacy with your partner. I speak a lot about being of service to your mate because I think a lot of people overlook that piece. Mm -hmm. But when you are of service to your mate, it can definitely build different levels of intimacy. And when I say intimacy, I'm not saying uh, just sex. Beating the case. You know I mean? Intimacy is right. Intimacy is way deeper than just sex because you can have a very intimate relationship and never have any sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, so then, all right, so you have, so there's different levels, 
right? Tantric sex, right? Did I say that term right? Tantric sex. And then Beauty. okay, and then there's different levels of sex of without smashing. Because I think I think that's <laughs> I the, said there's different levels of intimacy. Yes. That don't include sex. You can be very intimate. Oh, we can't say sex because we gotta say smashing. I don't know. Put the whole you, DC on it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, beat the cakes. I mean, I'm just, I'm you're, you're using your, you're using your education, and I'm just using <laughs> my vernacular for, for those who don't know what's going on. <laughs> you talk about shaking these shit. Okay, because that's what I say in my personal life. I'm gonna shake some sheets. I'm gonna put in some work. Like, <laughs> mine's ain't even as sweet as what you say. Mine's make me sound real unholy. <laughs> So okay, so so you, you so you take you take all of you, you take everything that you learned, you put it into the show, you bring in comedians, right? Uh, when you bring yeah. these comedians in, uh, who so far? And I know you've you you interviewed hundreds of them. Who so far have been your favorite guests on the Love Below? Oh gosh, so people ask me this often, and my answer over the past year has changed. I feel bad that it's changed, but I feel good that it's changed too. Um, so for the women, mm-hmm. Hope Flood was my favorite, mm-hmm. and she was my favorite because of the subject matter, and she was the first person to bring it to light. And um, we talked about men being damaged and so that's something that you don't really hear about in terms of sex you may hear about what women go through after they've been raped molested whatever the case but you don't take the time to consider that it's men out here who have been through the same thing and they are too damaged and then whether or not it's our responsibility as women to fix that damage or or the responsibility of a man to fix that damage in a sexual situation mm-hmm. so that was fantastic because the subject matter um and just, you know, hope's dope as fuck anyway, I'll ever do that. But um that was my favorite female for the guys. Oh my god, that's that's hard. Like I feel like it's a toss up. Um it's a toss up between three different people. It's cause I cause I I'm not, I, I cannot I cannot in good faith pick one person over the other. So J B Smooth was okay. fantastic. Comedian Ron G took shit to a whole nother level. And then Black Ron, like, dove in way more than any other guy has ever dove in on the situation. So between those three, it's hard for me to say, because if you listen to any one of those three interviews, you're going to learn something. J.B. Smooth was important because he spoke more about the aspect of love and how that refers to sex and what that what that really means and what that really shows. Um and when you talk to men about sex, it's very rarely that you hear them mention the word love. And he was the first man that did. So I thought that that was fantastic. Ron G was just dope. Like, he peeled back layers. You know what I'm saying? He almost turned it into his show and peeled back major layers. And that's like an interview that I would say, if any interview to watch of mine to have an understanding of, of, of how my show is, that would be the one. It set the stage for a lot for comedians because he spoke about um, some of the mental issues that comedians have been dealing with during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. But then on the relationship side and the sex side, like we we really dove in. Um, so that one was good. And Black Ron, I think, was good because he brings a lot to the table, period. But that interview was two hours. We spent the hour on comedy and an hour just on sex. <laughs> and he didn't necessarily guy and he did nothing but drop gems the entire time. His perspective is always 
um, one that I can appreciate, one that I think other people can learn from, even though I'm older than him. So I feel like, hey, young boy, don't come on my show trying to school me. (laughs) But at the same time, I can appreciate, yo, this young boy is spinning some real shit right here. Like, everybody needs to get this right now. Yeah, yeah, so between those three, and like I said, it's, it's hard for me to pick. It's hard for me to pick, but those are some of my favorites. Period. Those are some of my favorites. Okay, so now you got to pick one. Oh, my <laughs> I can't pick one. You have to. I can't. It's, it's, it's part of the. It's part of the oh, interview. It's part of the. Part the, of the interview. It's, it's part of the three thousand questions I got for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. I I'm couldn't sorry. even. Yeah, I couldn't even begin to tell you how hard that is. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I can't pick one. I'm gonna pick one for you. I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick the Do two that. hour. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the two hour interview because anybody can go two hours and stay in. You know. Yeah, stay football, Black Ron just like to talk. He like to talk, but again, he 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 talks with purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks with purpose. So and so that also makes a difference because you can have a fantastic interview no matter the length, but you can also have a crappy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it is. It is so hard to pick. Uh, out of I've had so many fantastic people, and there's been so much knowledge that has been passed. Um, so yeah, I can't pick one. Okay, and, and you seem to be like a, your own. Um, um, let's say, you're like your own like production because you edit your own stuff, right? Yes, I do. So you edit your own stuff. You got the music in there. Cause I was, I was seeing the graphics, and it was just like picture, 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 swipe, 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 picture, swipe, picture, swipe, music, <laughs> picture, swipe, swipe. Here's my guess. Bubble words, letters. I like boom. So like, <laughs> like you just like you just in there, and, and like you, you have this, and I think that's dope. And I, I just want to give you props because, um, I mean, as comedians, um, as a comedian, I, I could always appreciate somebody else. That as a comedian, you basically you're doing everything until somebody puts money into your hand and say, "Okay, we're right. going to we're going to produce this for you. We're going to provide right. everything." <laughs> so to see to see somebody else be like, "Okay, I have this whole purse full of," and you're like, "Mentos? No, it's camera equipment and laptops and SD cards and everything. <laughs> I need to make you know this show run." Is is and I, it is so it's so important that people understand that those of us who are creative. Mm-hmm. When we start our grind, it's never anybody <laughs> that it's not like we got a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's us. Yeah. And that's it. Even for a comedian and you all being in that space, when you start, that's your gas money. That's that that's your time that you done got off work early because you gotta go make the open mic. Like you'll do it for free until you make it because you know how passionate you are about it. It's the same thing with me and building my brand. Like I just had my two year anniversary, the week of Thanksgiving. And so to go from my first interview was five minutes mm-hmm. backstage in the dark corner of my <laughs> back, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend at the time was holding the camera, holding my cell phone, wasn't holding the camera, he was holding the cell phone for me. <laughs> like it was to go from there mm-hmm. to where I am now and having successfully these four seasons and these two awesome segments that I've done during the pandemic and my podcast and to have a a platform for um, my Zoom comedy shows. Like I never would have thought I would have been at this state, but if it wasn't for that grind, if it wasn't for me doing everything, then where where would it be? You know what I mean? Like 
I think we were going to, you're going to pour into what your passion is. And I hope that at the very least that's conveyed in my work. I hope that when people see me, they don't be like, oh, she just a mic host. She just, you know what I'm saying? Yes, the mic is probably fitting me right now, but it's like, yo, I'm addicted to it. I need it. I got to have it. I need to be behind the mic. I need to be in front of the camera. I need to be able to give you all this because this is like all I got. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get, I, get all this. And I, I mean, I, I, and I take a, I take a lot of, um, I just think it's, um, I think that's that's it's weird for outsiders, cause it, cause I, I actually had this conversation with a few people before where they don't really, they're not really, they they're not creatives. You get what I'm saying? So they're right. perfectly fine, like clocking in, clocking out, and being done with their day. And you know, I'm gonna cook dinner and watch right. Judge Judy, and then you know, then you have the creator they're like, I'm gonna do these eight hours. And then I might stop at Burger King, but I can't because I got to beat this traffic to D.C. or wherever my show is. At. Right. <laughs> you got to keep going. Yeah. And like I'll be home by two and uh, <laughs> be back at work at six. I don't know. But it's got this is this is just the life. This is the way it's going to be. So I can always I can always appreciate, you know, the, watching somebody else grind to be like, yep, better them than me. Cause that's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Right. So you have three right. you have three podcasts. I do, I do, and I love every single one of them. What's what's the name of them though? Cause I only know the name. I only I only know the love below. You you threw me off. You said so the love. I apologize. So the love below is actually internet talk show. I tried to give that a different title so that people start to understand it is separate from my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first one is Illustrate Radio. I've been on there for two years. It has been a lot of fun. We have a lot of great things coming. That show focuses more on music and urban entertainment um and so we rotate through have different types of guests sometimes you may have business owners sometimes you may have artists sometimes you may have comedians sometimes you may have you know just about anything that um you know is strong for the culture mm-hmm. um and that show 2021 has a lot of big things that's going to be happening for that show so i'm excited for the growth mm-hmm. um Conversations with Comedians is one of my newer endeavors. It was a team that was already and had that was already solidified, and I came and just busted that whole shit up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So that is on NLG Radio. I host that with um, Terrence Hawkins and Doug Bennett. Uh, so if anybody's local, you know local comedians most know you know Doug and Terrence. Yeah, and that's the home of their fantastic. Terrence. Yeah, like that show has so much life and was such an awesome team. Um, and we talk about pretty much everything. So our thing is bringing comedy to the conversation, but it's to the conversation of what's important in black culture, what's important in politics, what's important in entertainment. Um, we have really dope segments that, you know, we hope our audience really starts to get used to us um, doing our own thing. And so I do a sex piece on there and bring in the guys, of course, to get their perspective. And so it's always fun, always great give and take. Um, and then my newest show is Sex Talk with T. Gray and Lessage G. And that's on WEMS Radio. Normally we come on Fridays, 10 to 11. But we just, starting this week, are going to have a live spot. So we're going to be doing streaming live on Tuesdays and still have a show on Fridays. And so I'm excited for that. Um, me and my homegirl, we also bring comedians on that show and artists. Uh, and so the conversations are off the chain. Like with the love below, I limit myself 
on exactly my level of raunchy. I maybe do give, I'm, I'm very transparent with my audience, but I don't give you everything, to be mm-hmm. honest. But on Sex Talk or T Green Luscious G, like everything I can't say on that show, mm-hmm. I can say on the other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and because it comes on late, you know what I mean? You, you do get a late night vibe, you get a late night adult conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Recently on that show, we've had Harold Fisher from WHUR. He was fantastic. We've had um, Dwayne Watts. Um, Doug Bennett has been on. I just had an artist out of Atlanta, uh, Iron Mike, who's super dope. He's an artist and he's an actor. But some of these conversations, you guys, are just they off the chain. So like I said, everything I can't say or will, all my nasty, filthy comes out on that show. So it's just giving you a lot of different aspects of me, just, you know, media-wise. Like, I don't have to just talk sex, but get these laughs on the way, you know. <laughs> get these laughs. Okay, okay. All right, so check this out. We're going to take a, um, we ain't got to hang up on nothing. We're going to take a 16-second break. And we'll come back, T, if I could call you that, if I could call you T. You okay. You can. <laughs> We're going to come back, and I'm going to flip the love below on you. And I'm going to ask you sex questions, and you're going to give me answers. You're going to give me sex, the best sex advice you can give me. No problem, baby. <laughs> Be no right problem. back. Yo, what's going on, everybody? If you're looking for something to listen to when you're at home by yourself, not doing anything, and you want to laugh, go ahead and download my album, Promote Might Be. Uh, debut number one on iTunes. It beat out Gallagher, so it has to be funny, right? Best 16, 16 second drop ever. And all I did mm-hmm. was pro- all I did was promote my album. My album promote might be y'all should get it for Christmas. Now mm-hmm. my, my kids need more Christmas gifts. It, it was number one on iTunes. Please buy my album. Anyway, T, we're here. <laughs> 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 we're, we're back. We're, we're back, and and we're here. Um, I need. I, I'm going to ask you questions about sex for for women. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna ask about. I have, I have questions for women's, for women's. Are you gonna you gonna you gonna speak for the women's? Okay, y'all. y'all. <laughs> let, me, let me just put my public service announcement out there that all women don't think like T. Gray. So if you guys are listening and you're hoping that your girl will too give you one of these answers, I'm so sorry. Your girl is the one that will not. But go ahead. <laughs> all right, scenario number one. I got a scenario. You're in a marriage. You're living your best life, right? Your husband comes mm-hmm. up to you. Okay, I must, I must preface this. Both of y'all are in your 50s, okay? Okay. All right, you're okay. in your 50s. Y'all have been married for almost 20 years. You're living your best life. Everything's going great. Your husband comes up to you, T, and says, hey, no one, I want to spice this thing up. Why don't you get a tongue ring? What you doing? Oh, at 50? <laughs> Let me tell you, that depends on if my job is government or not, because you're not about to mess up these checks. (laughs) But uh, in the grand scheme, if it were me and that's what my husband wanted, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would do that. You would? I would do that. I would. For my husband, yes. I would. What about for your your long-term boyfriend? No, not long-term boyfriend, no. Fiance? No. No, <laughs> no, we gotta have some paperwork if you want me to. 
to inflict that level of bodily harm. You see what people go through when they get tongues around their tongues are swollen. Nah, bro. Husband, yeah, I'll do I'll do anything for my husband, but that's that's just me. But what if but but if your fiance the pe- the paperwork is pending? Isn't it pending doesn't mean complete. <laughs> it's it's pending. So it's paperwork on pending that ring. Pen, hey, doesn't mean it's complete. The paperwork is pending. But the paperwork is on no. the ring. The ring the ring hey. is he's still paying for that ring, maybe. I don't know. And that ring can then to be returned, but I can't return that tongue ring. <laughs> <laughs> like if it don't work out, my next nigga might not want the tongue ring. Like I'm just supposed to keep putting it in, taking it out. We're not doing that. Nah. For my husband, your original question, yes, I would. Okay. Um, no matter what age I was, fifty is cool. I feel like you should be living your best life then just be total freak anyway by that age. But for my husband, yes, I would. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Um, what, okay, that was a scenario. Next question. Um, I saw this, let me pull up my, let me pull up my notes. I saw this, I, I, I did some screenshotting. I did some screenshotting, T, if I could call you T, since I get your name wrong so many times, T. Um, <laughs> okay, a screenshot, best sex advice. Best sex advice for you, T. Did I hang up on? Did I, did I, did I hang up on you? Did I hang up on? I, I, I did hang up on her. I, I hung up on her. Everybody, just calm down. Just take a chill. <laughs> I hung up on her. She's gonna be right back. Maybe her phone died. I don't know. That was very unprofessional of me. Did I hang up I on know. you? I, I hung up on you, didn't I? I hung up on you. You did. I did. I, did. It was a very powerful question. It was a very. So it got you. It got you that <laughs> excited that you had to hang up. It was, you had to pray. You had to tell. You had to go to God before you got back on. <laughs> It it was for as my son would say it was for accident. It was for accident. <laughs> it was for accident. Okay. Um, okay. Best sex advice. I see. I see. That's something that you pop up on every one of your your screens on your show, and you ask mm-hmm. all of your guests. I'm going to ask you. You could be as raunchy as you want. I don't care. <laughs> T. Best sex advice. Go. My best sex advice is to have fun. That's it have fun don't lose sight of how much fun sex can be sex should not be fun for one person and not the other it should be fun for everybody so find who you are truly with your sexual self and have a whole lot of fun seriously do it until you die so like no chandelier sex, nothing. Just have fun. If that's what's fun for you, <laughs> hell yes. Swing your ass on the chandelier. If you want to live life on the edge and you want to fuck on the side of a building, do it. Did you have fun? Okay, and nobody died? Great. Like, whatever it is to you that you want to do, like, enjoy it. You know what I mean? People get so caught up in what's right, what's wrong, what's taboo, what's not. You know, how somebody going to look at you in the morning. Fuck that shit. Have fun. Enjoy. That's what sex sex wasn't meant to be a, a hindrance or a burden or or a chore. Mm-hmm. Have fun. If he didn't want it to make it feel so good, God wouldn't have made it that way. Goddamn, have fun. Mm. You said something there. <laughs> you said something there. I had a uh, I had a lady that was in the adult industry uh, a few years ago. Her name was Bianca um, Bianca Moore. She's she's retired now and. Um, she said, no quitting and no spitting. And um, 
I felt that. <laughs> 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 I, I felt that. That's fantastic. You should put that shit on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I had my um, I don't know if you, I had my home girl. Um, it was it was the old podcast I had it was called the He Said She Said Show. It was me and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. and we was hosting the show, and um, I was just getting guests. I was just getting them. And um, one a little fun fill fact about me, um, I learned everything about promoting shows and stuff like that. I learned that through the porn industry because I follow a lot of oh, porn wow. stars. Uh-huh. Uh, on Twitter and stuff, and I see uh-huh. how they promote their things and like they just throw it out there. It is, it's like a whole community out there, <laughs> or you know, just like you know, it's like a community of comedians, and they're like they're all cool with each other. And it is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Same thing with the porn industry, you know, they're like, uh-huh. yeah, girl, you know, this, that, and the third. Anyway, so uh, I saw this particular um, um, starlet <laughs> on, uh, on a particular video, and I was uh-huh. like, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm just going to see if I can get her. So I just DM'd her. She was new. I was like, what's going to happen? She only got like 100 or like she had like, sound like 900 followers. And she uh-huh. she actually responded and said, yeah, she would do the show. And I got her on and we were just doing an interview. It was like, it was really one of the best interviews. And she was just talking about um, like giving head and, you know, the no quitting, no spitting. And, and uh, cause Michelle had asked the question like um, about gagging, right? Gagging uh-huh. getting to like a gagging uh-huh. point. She said, when you gag, when you cough, don't stop. You're only five more strokes away from him coming. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, she spoke a word. That's love. She need to be a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Send me, send me that offline. <laughs> I, I got I got you offline. But uh yeah, her name was oh. her name is Bianca Moore. And uh I don't know where she's at now. Cause like she just disappeared. Like I said, she did the shows. And... Somebody somewhere is taking really good care of her. That's where she's at. You understand? Know yeah. And, and... When you cough, you only fight. Bitch spoke a word. <laughs> yeah. When she said, when "You don't stop. Don't stop. You're almost there. <laughs> You're almost there." So. Oh God. And, and I and I just I I, I I think we can learn a lot, not just um, sexually, whatever, but just in general from different platforms. And um, mm-hmm. and just being able to cross that over into like my show and vice versa, and because um, she was it was a comedy show, so like she was telling jokes and stuff like that. And I, I, mm-hmm. I think we need to uh, be able to open up those avenues for all platforms and be able to be like, hey, yeah. you know, come here and bring your sexy ass talk over here, and then I'm going to bring right. these jokes over there, and then you could bring your grunge rock over here. And I think a lot of times I don't even know how I got on this subject because it went from coughing and no spitting and then quitting and then. Now I'm talking I mean, about but it all flows, though. The reality of it is that on the back end of all of this, you're absolutely right. On the back end, we all should pour into each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you really think about people pulling their resources in the area of podcasts, let's just stick to that. Yeah. If in the area of podcasts, if I shared my guests with you, you shared your guests with me, we shared our guests with you, show that show. We're building six, seven shows at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're putting back into each other. We're following each other. We're helping to build our businesses together. And then you have people you can call on 10 years, 20 years from now that you know are solid, that you know are supportive, so that when people are in different positions, you can then pull other folks up with you. Like, this is what other communities do all the time. But why I feel like it doesn't work when it comes to comedy is that I think sometimes the personal stuff gets too gets gets, gets a little too thick. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Jewish people, Asian people, a whole <laughs> lot of other people. They could hate their brother. Mm-hmm. They could hate their their uncle, their aunt, their mother, mm-hmm. and they will still build business together. Yeah. In this realm, if you hating on somebody, you're not going to work with that person. You're not going to do shows with that person. Certain areas, certain comedians, I'm not going to this state, that state, because so-and-so is there. Look at how much money you're keeping out your own pocket Absolutely. by focusing on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. But if we work together, like, me having three podcasts to some people might sound like, like, yo, that's crazy. Like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It is. But if I don't look at it as, I just got three podcasts, if I look at it as, I got these three brands that I'm building right here. So if one of these brands pops, guess what's coming along with the other two? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take all this shit, put on my shoulders, and I'm going to take it with me. So I think other people other people just need to have that type of mentality. You take and put sex and comedy together. Those are two of the best things on earth. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I mean, to, to your point about not working with people, um, I can for, for a while. I, um, I have, I've, I've dodged this bullet several times, <laughs> dodged that bullet several times. I always say I can work with anybody. Um, even if I don't mm-hmm. like you, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm never going to be like, I'm, I don't want to get paid today because you, you booked this person. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like I work a day job too. And there's a lot of people in my day job, not this job I'm at now, in case they're listening, but previous jobs <laughs> I was, you know, that I've been on where it's like, yo, I don't like none of them, but I got, I got to feed my family. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, right. so to, t- to, to have that attitude for a job that, you know, any day can get rid of me. Right. Why well, couldn't have that same attitude for something that I actually care about? And, you know, that I'm putting my, you know, pouring my all into, why would I let one person who may or, you know, who I don't like or don't want to deal with or see stop me from getting a check? Like, because we're only on the stage one person at a time. It's not like we're doing a tag team and it's like, okay, you do your joke and I'm going to do my joke. And then you do your joke. No, it's like everybody's doing their own separate time. I don't have to be in this. I don't even have to be in the same square with you. If there's squares. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have right. to be, you know, we don't have to be in the same square. We ain't got to speak. You know what I'm saying? You get your money, I get my money. We going about our way. We ain't got to shake hands. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot, I think a lot of comedians at times, um, they get into it, and they believe, and I hear this a lot. They believe it's a, it's a, it's an individual sport, which to me, I agree with to a, to a, to an extent, because you are building your own personal brand. At the same time, when you start booking, when you start getting on shows. You know, mm-hmm. you're a team because if you're, you're only as strong as the weakest comic or the weakest link or whatever, right? And right. and a lot of times, if the whole if if the whole show is fire, they <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You did that as a team, as a unit. <laughs> the, the, the whole show was was fire, but I, I think a lot of times people just like um, they got that mentality of black comics, black especially black comics. They still believe that there's only one comedian at a time that's that could be on top. And um, mm. 2020 has shown that it's, it's not really, not really so because you, you have your own future in your hands. I'm rambling again. T, why'd you let me go? On what 2020? Because because I was enjoying <laughs> it. Um, so what, and I was taking a break. Thank you. So what 2020 I feel like has really shown mm-hmm. in the realm of comedy is who's who has the power to stay relevant and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because one thing that I've noticed is how many comedians I haven't seen. Yeah. During this entire pandemic. And granted, I know it's very mental 
not being able to be on stage. I know that it's also financial. I know that it's emotional. Um, but I also know that you have to be strong enough to reinvent at all times. You don't know what's going to come at you in this world and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So instead of walking around acting like tomorrow's promise, you need to start acting like it's not. I got that from Alabama. You act like <laughs> tomorrow is not promised because it's always going to be a challenge. Maybe not one to this extent, but there's going to be other challenges. And if your comedy is your passion, then you need to find a way to still channel it. You got to find a way to still fuel it. You got to find a way to still work out those funny muscles and not um, let what's happening in the world Mm-hmm. keep you from that. The people who are on top, whether it's one person, five, ten, like, I feel like there's no one person that's better right now than everybody else. That's just real talk. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of people that share that top spot, and it's a lot of people that share the spot right up underneath that motherfucker, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's one comedian that anybody can say that right now, 2020, this person is better than <laughs> everybody. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. I really don't. But look at the work that it took to get there. If they let simple shit like what's going on now, and granted, it's not simple. I'm dumbing it down. But if they let something like this stop them now, then where are they going to be in another 10 years? Yeah. Where are they going to be in another 10 years after that? Yeah. Like, everybody can't everybody can't fall. But if you do, you got to know how to get back up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like bombing. Like, this is probably like the longest bomb ever because a comedian ever had. You, know? <laughs> like, you got to equate it to that. But if you got back on stage after you bombed, Get back on stage after this shit too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the reinvention is real. Like, shout out to Kev on stage for the app. Speaking of apps, are you on Clubhouse? No, I've never heard of it. <gasps> I know it's something that I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, that's Natasha in me. That's that's my Tasha spirit. She I, don't know. I don't know. That who, I don't know. She I don't. don't I don't know who Tasha <laughs> is. I don't know why we're speaking of her name. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be the name of my new spirit when I have my shit's not together. Her name is gonna be Tasha. So, so, you, so tell me about the app. You never heard it. First of all, let me. It'll be a waste of time. I, well, actually, I already know you wouldn't know because when I text you, it was green and not blue. So that let me know that you have an Android phone. First off, what you're not going to do is come from my phone on this. On <laughs> I know this is your platform, but. <laughs> We're not going to talk about my amazing camera that I got that y'all don't have. But I, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I notice all Android users always talk about the camera, and that's about it. They don't talk about anything else fantastic <laughs> about the phone. <laughs> we got all these pixels. Y'all ain't got that on the iPhone. No, like, you're right. <laughs> you ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Not a lot. It's okay. I ain't mad about we ain't it. Got no, we ain't got no emojis, but we got these pixels, though. Look at this. Look, yeah. look at this. I hate when y'all be liking messages. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing because of my phone because somebody loved it. I liked it. I'm snatching everybody's shit. <laughs> well, um, so this is going to annoy you because Clubhouse right now is exclusively only on the iPhones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but so it's just, it's basically like Zoom without the camera. Right, so like right now, like we're recording this on the phone. Me and you, we're on the, we're recording this podcast episode right now on the phone. It would be just okay. like, it would be just like this on Clubhouse, but it's literally like anybody you could think of in a room. So it's just different rooms. So I was in a room with Daphne Springs. I was in and um and Country Wayne and a few other 
like content creators and mm-hmm. and, and they're just talking back and forth about the business and the industry and stuff like that about content creating and you know people like myself who wouldn't have access to them ever maybe at that particular time is now getting these jewels right that you wouldn't have gotten um without this app called clubhouse um one time mm-hmm. uh i think recently i read an article where somebody said they created a, a group called tiffany haddish sucks right mm-hmm. and it's like 50 people in this room then tiffany haddish went into the room and <laughs> and now you're talking to tiffany haddish in clubhouse and she's, she's about how she sucks yeah about how she sucks Hilarious. Hilarious, but 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 it's flipped now, you know, because Tiffany Haddish walked in now, and she don't suck all of a sudden. I don't know what changed. Um, right, right. <laughs> and then I was right. I was in the room with Rodney Perry and Monique, like Monique was holding court about comedy. So, um, so yeah, it's just it's, it's like I said, it's a brand new app. It only caught fame because um, somebody said something about Kevin Hart's um, special sucking. Same thing mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish did. It did. Somebody came to the room. Kevin Hart's not funny, and Kevin Hart went in the room. <laughs> Oh, wow. And just like basically, it went from Kevin Hart wasn't funny to oh, Kevin Hart's in the room. Everybody talked to Kevin Hart. So uh, I would have been like, "You're short, nigga, and you're still not funny." <laughs> Somebody said they should have held. They should have held it. Yeah. should have held it. But you wouldn't know because you have an Android phone. Goodness. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> you see how I feel like I'm not missing nothing though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll just call Rodney Perry. Like, what was y'all talking about on Clubhouse? That was that was that was, that was a little flex. That was a little flex. <laughs> well, what was y'all talking about on Clubhouse? You'll tell me. <laughs> that was a small flex you did there, T. Because I didn't. It was. Because it was. You, you, like, I just right call him personally. I'll just call him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was unnecessary. I don't know why. You... <laughs> I hope you feel good about yourself. Uh... Okay, you came for my phone one too many times. I had already told you the first time. Like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, all phones don't matter. Anyway, T, thank you. I appreciate you being, <laughs> thank you for being on the show. I want to uh, give you a number seven sound clap. There we go. Number seven sound clap. You can probably hear that. Um, this is my homegirl, T Great. Real quick, um, do me a favor. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you, reach out to you, how they can find the show. I'm going to have it in the description, but um, let the folks know how they can get um, get in get in contact with you. Sure, you all can follow me at the love below underscore sex talk with T Gray. That page will take you everywhere. That page will take you to my YouTube. It'll take you to all the radio stations that I'm on, all my additional shows that I host. And you're going to get you some hella laughs, some of the best comedians in the country talking about sex. We're having a lot of fun. Um, enjoy it, you guys. Um, one more time for my homegirl T Gray, everybody. I need to turn these cheers up for you. Yay! <laughs> um, don't go nowhere. I'm gonna uh, talk to you in a few seconds. But for everybody else, we'll be right back on the Obite Radio podcast. Yeah! Give me some claps. Give me some claps. Give me some claps. We back. That was my girl T Gray. We talked about everything sex, comedy, podcasts. Yeah, this was this was very sexy. It was very sexy. How I want to thank you all for listening to the um, podcast again, man. I want to thank y'all for subscribing. And you know what we do around this time here, as I become once again unprepared. Uh, see, I didn't. You know what I need to do? I need to make sure that I have these. Um, that's not it. I thought I was, 
Um, here we go. One, two. Is this it? No, that's not it. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, that's it. Hey, y'all, thank y'all again for listening to the Oh My Radio podcast. That was my girl T. Gray from the Love Below Sex Talk with T. Gray. Um, real fun and cool, cool as hell. Um, go and support her. Once again, um, this is going to come out next week. So when you listen to this, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, be safe. If you're not wearing a mask, wear one. Um, support black businesses. Shout out to Engine Design for my sweatshirt. I got it right here. I'm going to wear it Saturday for the podcast. You're probably going to watch it. You're probably going to watch the podcast. Uh, 3G on. I'll be on there as well. Shout out to three guys on podcast. Shout out to the black guy that tips. Bad and Boozy podcast. Shout out to um, to the Eskimos. Shout out to the Eskimos. <laughs> um, don't forget Wednesday. Live on Facebook Live, the spinoff, myself, Candace August, Brandon Moore, Fernando Magigal. And um, next week's guest, I'm going to have my homie, Dino Archie, on. My very first um, my very first opening act. My very first opening for a, a major headliner. So um, until we all meet again, which will probably be next week. God bless. And... Um, yeah, I only have one um, outro drop, and it's really just Deja saying. Uh, anyway. Just say my name. My name is Deja Brown, and you're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. <laughs>